Hey guys, welcome back to Something Social Podcast. We're your hosts, the James Curls. I'm Mo. And I'm Nay. And we hope you're ready to join our conversations about dating, relationships, love, and just general adulting. For more content, event updates, or to contact us, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at The James Curls. And our podcast Instagram at Something Social JC. Enjoy. Bye. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Something Social. This is us being consistent. This is, yeah. This is attempt number two. <laughs> we are on a roll. <laughs> Woo! We're on a roll, guys. This is actually like a lot harder than you might think it is, but um, but it's fun, and that's why we keep doing it. It's it is fun, fun, and it's necessary, and that is all the motivation that we need. Yeah. So keep listening, guys. Yeah, just bear with us while we work out the kinks. It's only been what two years. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting a mic soon. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. We are getting a mic soon. She's right. Um we got to we just got to step it up. We got to keep up with the times. People are out here getting really fancy and once upon a time we were doing these podcasts before all these people started doing these podcasts and now all these people are popping up with these relationship podcasts and mm-hmm. I'm mad y'all ain't make us famous already. We should have been on shade room. I know we we've been so inconsistent. We couldn't. Nobody could even find us. We were consistent for a year and some change. <laughs> we were. You're right. Like we, I'm. We can't discredit. We ran ourselves into the ground. But we were. <laughs> we were consistent for at least twenty episodes. So, Anyways, we back. We trying to be as consistent as we can. So here's your second installment of consistency. I know. Technically, is this like season three? Sure. Because season two was only like two episodes. <laughs> I was going to say, did we even have enough episodes for season two? We this, did not. We're just going to continue with the pod number. So you just check what number you're on. Just keep up with the The, the, the season numbers. doesn't matter. It doesn't. You're right. <laughs> um, and side note, um, I think I mentioned this in the last one, that I do want to keep uploading everything into YouTube. We'll just have to put like a picture mm-hmm. or something up for the visuals because ain't no way. I'm dolling myself up like I was last. <laughs> we do when we have guests. Yeah. So. I would, I mean, we, if, well, I got time now, but back when I was having a full-time job, um, and they had a full-time job, it was very difficult for us to come home from work. We tired already. We got the, okay, and then we got to put on our face and put yeah. on, you know, the clothes and then try to film. You know, it was just, it was a lot. Um. But yeah, so you get the audio and you get what you get and you don't get upset. And if y'all make us famous enough, we will give you the video back. So there you go. Or we can just come on. If y'all want that too, we can just come on in our loungewear. We could do that. To be clear, the fame is only so that we can start making money. Right. <laughs> like it would be nice to monetize this, even though that was never the intention when we started. Mm-mm. But people out here making money from mm-hmm. the same content we posting. Yep. So it can be done. Anyways, that is not what we are talking about today. We are talking about red lipstick. Oh, Jesus. Are you joking? <sighs> um, Mo won't sing. She knows she want to sing a song. I don't want to sing a song. We're, I'm saving all of my singing for karaoke next weekend. Okay. We'll sing this. What's in love with the tragedy? Thank you. You're welcome. 
Struggle love. <laughs> Everybody's favorite thing to go through. This is actually a topic that we've discussed on our live, so if you don't Are you certain that we've discussed it on there? Yeah, we have. I remember specifically, I think it was right after we saw that post on Facebook about the Uh, people that... Yeah, because we do current events on... Yeah. On, um... When is one in October? It's gonna be like... We got like two weeks. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, we talked about a little bit on our live, just, you know, about how couples struggle through... Even the one about black love, I think. Yeah, how couples struggle through relationships and, um, you know, they end up being the one, but it's typically after a struggle, after the tragedy. Yeah, it's terrible. And if you date back to every couple on the planet, just about, <laughs> like, we can date back to grandparents and, like, parents and all types of stuff like all types of people that we know even just currently like some Mm -hmm. of our friends like a lot of them are getting married and I mean obviously no shade to anybody but like a lot of Mm -hmm. them are getting married after they've been dragged through the mud and it's oftentimes the woman is the one being dragged My computer's being weird right now, but it's okay. It's all good. We got this. I wonder if they can hear that. <laughs> That's my we'll problem. No, we're not doing this whole thing. Please hold. <laughs> okay, we're back. We're back. <laughs> a little technical difficulties. That was a little intermission. If y'all needed to go and get a little drinky drink or whatever you needed to do, cuddle up on the couch and listen to the rest of this. Okay? We, we're getting a mic soon, so... <laughs> I think yes, we said that already, but, but I don't know are. if, oh, if we get the mic, how does that work? What does it record on? That little piece? I have no idea, but I was... We'll figure that out. Looking at new computers the other day anyway, so we'll see. what happens. We'll see what happens. Anyways, um, so where did we leave off? We definitely were talking about struggle love. Nate was yeah. singing to us. She was serenading us. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so we, oh, I know what I was saying. Everybody is in the struggle bus um, or started on the struggle bus Mm -hmm. and maybe they have beautiful flourishing relationships now, but that's really wild that everybody has to start. I feel like the older you get, the less likely you will have the tragic part of the relationship. Yeah. If that makes sense. And especially with this generation, I think, um, not necessarily our generation, but you know, the, we're older and single, so I guess we're included in this, but just being able to date people that are in counseling or people that are working on themselves so that they don't bring that drama and tragedy to your child, life. Even them, they be messed up, child. They still don't know what's going on. They still be projecting tragic, <laughs> tragic events. Well, that's true, <laughs> but they know how to problem solve. Yeah. Even if it means getting you out of my and life. And communicate in a lot of cases. I mean, sometimes that just means you got to go. Yeah. So, but, um, interesting. Hopefully. And I mean, when I think about like our parents age, yeah, they all had tragedy. They tragedy. had tragedy, but they stuck it out. They through stuck it out because they tragedy. had outside tragedy also. Yeah. Like outside of their relationship. It was like, we got to stick together. Yeah. So. That's terrible because the, some of the stuff that like, people had to deal with back in the 
like not even like socially, but like in the relationship. Right. Like the men just was like stepping out all the time, like all these like random illegitimate children. I mean, same and like, thing that's going on today. So same thing, but now people are like, I don't want to be with you. Yeah. They they now have more of a choice mm-hmm. and more of an option. Um, yeah. And I also think it was just a mentality, like the older times, people were just like, I'm gonna just stick beside them because yeah, what else we got going yeah. on? They didn't have options like we have like the world's at our fingertips. So. Is it doing weird things again? I feel like it's gearing up to be. <laughs> I think it's gearing up. This episode is, it? is Can you ghetto. hear it? I mean, it's doing something. Yeah. I don't think mine's doing that. Mm-mm. We're going to hold, please. <laughs> okay, listen. We ain't going to get interrupted now another time. This we should have like- just went to bed. Most ghetto episode ever, and we refuse to start over. So, <laughs> for whatever reason, bear with us. So y'all just gonna have to be y'all just gonna have to be with us for that. Um. Anyway, so as we were saying, olden times was a little different. Um, right. Parents, grandparents, all of them people had other issues that they were working out outside of their marriages, but they also made a conscious decision. I think just stick beside a mentality because even currently some people I know some people that have been married for a while that could stand Mm -hmm. to use a divorce (laughs) but that's not my call so I I just know what I would feel and or I think I know what I would feel in that situation Mm -hmm. so anyways it's all it's all struggle so I'm wondering if this is like a black thing or if this is like is everybody going through this or is it just black folks because I think there's different struggles. I think, um, I feel like most non-black, and when I say non-black, I'm thinking about white. For some reason, I don't really think about the other cultures. I don't know why, but I guess I just don't really know, like, what really happens in those cultures. But um, I feel like in, like, white households that, because I remember, they were out of there. They didn't have to stick together yeah. like our parents did. No, my I friends remember. were like, my parents are divorced. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? Yep. My I remember my um my coworker, little like sheltered spoiled white girl, and she was like, My grandma, she was like, What? My grandma divorced my my grandpa and traveled the world like right, right. after she had the mama. Because they got that money. And I was like, my grandparents didn't have the luxury of divorce, so they kind of had to deal with unhealthy situations and travel yeah. the world. They were worrying about eating and feeding their kids. Right. So she's like, oh, well, you know. My grandma I probably I also had that. one kid. They don't have cousins and stuff. It's weird. But, um. Yeah, black people just sit home. And, and we just doing a lot. Doing too much. You we don't have too- money to leave the house, so you know we, we have in, no money. We so just, you, we already know what go, <laughs> goes down and damn. No, but it is. I think it is a problem um, in our culture because, like we talked about on our live on the show Black Love, when they talk about like what they went through as a couple and how like they overcame all of that adversity to yeah. be together, who they are now. Which is great. There's parts of it that's beautiful, and there's parts of it like right. Why? Like, why did you stick fair? around for that? Yeah, like, <laughs> but why does that even have to happen for y'all to be yeah. this per, this power couple? So now at 39, I'm like, 
I don't want all of that before no. this is for real. I want you to be for real from when I meet you. And to be fair, a lot of the times we're looking at people who are going through struggle love in their 20s. Right. So realistically speaking, 35 and up, we're like, mm, and we still struggling. We still love. struggling, <laughs> but we but we ain't loving. We struggling and we leaving. <laughs> we're like, look. I ain't got time for this. Struggling and leaving or getting left, but either way. Yeah, I don't know which one. But single nonetheless. Single nonetheless. <laughs> you're right. You're absolutely right, ma'am. But, yeah, I mean, I agree. I, I, You know, it'll as you get older, it's kind of like, yeah, I'm not dealing with that anymore. Which you shouldn't have Rightfully to. Rightfully so. Right. Like, that's jacked up that that's a prerequisite yeah. to a healthy or happy or whatever relationship. Right. And then they're still not even, like, Relationships are still not that great. They're like not, They're not. But the thing that the, these men do now, they're like, oh, you're the only one not married. Somebody t- said that to me the other day. And I was like, uh, have you seen the marriages around me? Yeah, seriously. Then right? he was like, you can't be afraid. What did he say? You can't be afraid of trying or something like that. And I was like, it's not that I'm afraid. I'm not interested in the type of relationships that I'm Like, it's around. not that much of a priority. For right. people to go through all of that, some for some people to go through all of that just to say, right. at the end of the day, I have my partner. Like, exactly. But it's like, I mean, expense? nobody, obviously, people don't really want to be alone or single. But right. you also don't want to be going through the, the all that crap just to be with somebody. So, yeah. I mean. I'm literally trying to think of a couple that I know of, especially like a black couple that did not go through like hell in a handbasket. Before they get to... It would, do you know anybody that met later in their life? No. Um, <laughs> yeah. But she went through tragedy. Um, no. I mean, like, 30 and up. Mm-hmm. Anybody that met somebody 30 and up. Mm-hmm. That girl that just commented on my... What you call it? Mm. Struggle. That was a struggle. Are they still together? Yeah. Oh. Yep. They're married. Okay. So, I mean, and madly in love now, but struggle nonetheless. Do you think that part of the struggle is because all things that are new are, like, scary, kind of? No, because some of the struggle is like, um, he cheated on me. Or, um, he, whatever the freak happened. You know what I mean? (laughs) But it's usually with something, somebody got hurt. The tragedy is the hurt. It's not like a, we were just trying to figure out and trying to coexist. It's usually like a, he was playing. So do you think that hurt is, I feel like hurt is, and I don't know if it's just because I'm wired this way, but it's inevitable in a relationship when you're dealing with another person. I think it depends on the type of hurt. Depends on the type of hurt. I mean, I think respect is a bigger issue in relationships yeah. than, because you're going to get hurt. Your, your feelings are going to get hurt when you're dealing with another human being. They just are. Well, I'm not saying, you know, he told me something. He told me that I was getting too thick or something. Like, you know what I mean? Like, no. Oh, oh he hurt my he feelings. Told me he I called was me fat. Cheeseburger away. Right. Like, that's not the hurt I'm talking about. I'm talking about, like, do I need to leave you? Do I need to leave you? Kind of hurt. <clears throat> well, that would fall into the respect category. Exactly. Yeah. So, right. I mean, I think if the hurt comes with, like, a disrespect, then yeah, I can see that being. Yeah the struggle but going into something like not expecting any sort of 
controversy or compromise or issues in your relationship is unrealistic. I do think that you will have issues, but I don't think, I think the respect is the main thing. That is. If you're disrespecting me, then that is showing me that this is tragedy. Right. The (laughs) hurt is is secondary. It's a secondhand emotion. Right. The disrespect is where the hurt stems from. Right. You're absolutely right. So don't disrespect people. No. That's what it boils down to. So nobody has respect. Nobody is respecting anybody. Not the people that they're with. That's wild. I mean, which think about it. You're cheating on somebody. That's disrespectful. Mm -hmm. You don't respect the person that you're with if you're cheating on them. And let's be honest. 97% of the struggle love that we're talking about involves cheating. What else are they doing? That's a random statistic, but yeah. I mean, it's a hot take. (laughs) It's a hot take. Take it or take it or don't. But like the vast majority of the hurt that we're talking about. The, um, what else can you do to hurt me to that capacity to the point where I'm like, I don't need to be with you. Well, I don't feel like I've been cheated on that much, but I do feel like I've been hurt. Because you and weren't you weren't cheated on because you weren't in a relationship, but you were definitely disrespected and you were definitely justified in being hurt. I mean, yeah, some of them I was. Some, some of them, them yeah. was. Well, that was creepy. The door just closed <laughs> by itself. Um, yeah, I think. What about that last situation was hurtful? Because it wasn't cheating. It was just disrespect. disrespect. Yeah. Okay. In other ways, like the way you speak, yeah, the way, condescending, like the things the that you say, mm-hmm. like that type of thing, like belittling. You cheat on me, right? Interesting. Well, <clears throat> the audacity was what was. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it was. Your audacity hurts <laughs> because at the end of the day, you know, when day ends, I was like, well, wait a minute. Cause what? Somebody <laughs> please tell them who the F.I. is. Like, I need to stop <laughs> saving people's feelings. But anyway. You sure do. That's another that's conversation. <laughs> another conversation for another podcast. <laughs> Baby. Um, Save your feelings, honey. Yeah, so we saw a social media post, and it was basically like, what did this post say? It was something like, what made you choose what your made you? Wife? Yeah, what made you choose your wife it was asking the men in the chat yeah like what made you what made you make the decision that this was the one or something like that yeah yeah that's that's what it was and it was quite sad a lot of the responses (laughs) it was was very discouraging (laughs) yeah so between that and watching black love we were like we need to talk about this please it was you. like after I cheated on her and had a whole baby, and she took that baby in. Yeah, she is now great we're married. <laughs> Which we've all been there. <laughs> Let's be honest. Lord, we've been there. But um, yeah, there's most of them were basically them saying I dogged her out, and she stuck beside me. Mm-hmm. It's either that, or they were saying I was extra extra broke. And she didn't leave me. Yeah. And I knew that she would be there for me in hard times. And it's like, well, I've been there too. And I'm not a wife. Yeah. So. <laughs> I think part of that, though, I was wondering if part of that, like, you being there during the hard times is, like, embarrassment. Like, I can't be with you. You've seen me at my worst. Like, I gotta go. I mean, there's two types of men. Like, it's time for me to start over. There's, uh, I need a clean slate while I got something together now. Or there's, 
you see me at my worst, I trust you. Yeah. And good men, in my opinion, go the route of I trust you. Yeah. Um, they may not like you, though. They Maybe may not like you. This. They may not like you. <laughs> they probably like, just don't like you, and that's okay. I had an ex that was legit like, I'm, this is just something that I had to do. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? It, like, with regard to proposing to his now wife. <laughs> congratulations on the proposal. You know, this is probably the like last time I'll ever have a conversation with you. But just want to congratulate you so that I don't look, like, you know, bitter in your eyes or whatever. Because if I blatantly just, you know, ignore it and we've been friends for however long. Right. Like, I have to acknowledge it. So, congratulations. And that was legit because I don't want him. Um, so, it came from my heart. And he was like, yeah, you know, it's just something I had to do. Um, and I was like, she pregnant. And she wasn't pregnant. So I'm like, well, what the heck? <laughs> what does she know about him? But you him? know what? She One of my exes, or whatever something. you want to call him. I'm going to call him an ex because we dated for many, many I years. Oh, everybody exes. He, he was the first one that taught me that marriage is business move for men. Mm-hmm. So... You like not really, they don't really react out of like, and for women, you know, we talked about this before too. Like, we're like, love, like, oh, I, this is the one that I really love. Like, mm-hmm. I want to marry him because I love him. Even if he's broke, don't have nothing like that he can offer me. I love him. Yeah. Yeah. That's... And they're like, I'm not dating you because you're broke and you have nothing to offer me. I'm dating her because she has everything to offer me. Right. Like they they move different. They sure do. <laughs> so something saw- that he had to do probably was like, you know what, we about to flourish. Yeah, because she's successful. Um, yeah. I don't remember what he said she did, but like they had dated a while back and mm-hmm. broke up. Oh, spun spin the block. <laughs> Check out our last episode. Spin the block. Yeah, <laughs> shameless plug. He spun the block, and you know it was a wrap after that. So. Sorry, I was looking at the thing going. I didn't see the thing going. Uh-huh. So I was like, is this recording? <laughs> um, yeah, but it worked out for him. And I don't know to what degree he felt like. Like, I, I just don't know what the backstory is as to why he felt like he had to do that, especially if she was not pregnant. Or maybe she was <laughs> pregnant, pregnant and it didn't happen. Or, like, the situation resolved itself. Well, I don't know. But it was just bizarre. And I'm like, it's weird that people are going into marriages and viewing it as like, all right, well, I just got to do this real quick. Like what? But it might not even been that it could have just been, he literally could have made a list. Like what's more practical for me. She lives by me. She's, you know, beautiful. Yeah. She has everything going for her. Like there wasn't really anything bad about her. It was just, she just wasn't one that they thought they would be with. The safe choice. That goes with, um, Ayana and whatever that guy's name is from. Oh, yeah. Whatever that was. Love is Blind or something. Where yeah. she was just like the second choice. And it's like, do we, are we okay And now with they're this? struggling. Because <laughs> they're not really together anymore. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. But that's if you know. I don't think homegirl knows that she's like safety and not necessarily first choice. Or I don't even know if that's, maybe that is his first choice. Yeah. We don't know. Maybe he was just saying that because he didn't know what to say to an ex about it. Like, right. you really don't have to say nothing, but thanks. Yeah. Thank you. Maybe he could have just been saying, trying to 
ease your mind. Trying to like downplay it or something. I don't know what the heck. Anyways, um, <laughs> we can go on and on about that. Um, and then Nay was asking me like about healthy relationships. Well, she was asking me what made my relationship, because I always talk about my healthiest relationship was with a non-black person. And she was asking what makes the relationship or made the relationship healthy, mm-hmm. um, which can kind of tell you whether or not you're going through tragedy. You know, it's basically like no judgment. It's like feeling like welcome and at home, feeling like you can be yourself with this person, never feeling belittled, never worrying about security. Mm-hmm. You know, like I never had to question with him, you know, but do you think that had to do with race or do you think that had to just do with the no, person that I he was? No, I think that was just the person that he was. I think it had to do with culture mm-hmm. more than race. That's but he true. just so happened to not be a black person. Mm-hmm. And I was saying that's my healthiest relationship. Mm-hmm. And so people are like, oh, you know, so it's just that mean that like, yeah. you know, my, my, my. And it's like, I'm not trying to say anything. I'm just saying that he was, he was great. Yeah. Um, obviously, spoiler alert, we're not going to anymore for other, many other reasons. But... <laughs> Ultimately, like, I didn't have to go through tragedy with him to, like, get to the good stuff, mm-hmm. basically. Um, and I don't know. It's it's definitely a cultural thing because he's there. Foreign people are brought up differently yeah. than people that are born and raised here, whether you white, black, or in between, because I've dated white guys, too. And it's not a whole heck of a lot better. But this specific guy, I think because he was not from here, he was brought up differently. I think that kind of presented a different type of relationship. I would assume that in their country, though, they have the same issues. I'm sure. <laughs> like, I'm sure they have like f boys mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. just know, like here we have the same thing. Whatever. We do have people that are faithful and you know treat their women. But I view it almost the same way that I view like work ethic and stuff like that. Like culturally, American work ethic is questionable at best. You know what I mean? Uh, compared to like, I mean, depending you know what I mean? on, because they have a different struggle. Over nine there. to five work ethic, yeah, yeah. It's because they have a different struggle, and Americans are privileged, and we don't. Yeah, so we're see just the like, same benefits of working like that. They don't either. Who? The foreign people. Yes, they do. They're like they do anything. They don't see the benefit. Oh, they they think we're benefiting. And we don't see the benefits that we have. No, we as Americans, I guess because we see so many avenues of making money, there's so many opportunities to make money in America that when people that don't live here come over, they just want to make money. So they'll do whatever they have to do to make money. Mm-hmm. Whereas Americans are like, you know, let me just ponder on that if I want to do that. Do I, <laughs> I want feel to attacked. do that? First of all, I feel attacked. <laughs> <laughs> do I want to do that? Yeah, that's a good question. Do I want to do that? And the answer is no. Anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah. Topic for you? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> but um, at some point, you do end up having to take responsibility for your part, the role that you play in su- in your suffering. I was listening to a like the parking lot pimping girl. She had a. I don't um, know what that is, but I'll yes, you do. The girl that does parking lot pimping. <laughs> what the f is that on Instagram? <laughs> parking lot pimping, like what? Okay, I'll show you. I'm gonna show her. Actually, I'm like, ow. Oh! The Maybe, girl but... with the she has the locks. I think they're fake locks. 
for luck. Oh, and she lives out of her car? No. Oh. I'll show you her after. Yeah, please. But anyway, <laughs> she was doing like an interview with this guy. And I was looking for the full interview, but I couldn't find it on like, I didn't know if it was on YouTube or what. <clears throat> but she was talking to him about, he was talking about how women who are like categorized in certain way or looked at as certain ways men feel like they have to treat them that way like for instance if you are walking around you know I I don't know if you're saying you're a hoe or if you're just like a free spirit I don't know whatever you want to call it then the men will view you as such and will have to treat you that way maybe before they realize whether they like you or not yeah so I mean which makes sense obviously because if you see somebody's like oh well I'm just gonna do this with her or this is like a wifey type or whatever but um, I couldn't find the full interview, so I have to, you know. Yeah, please. And I need to know who's pimping in the parking lot. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. I'm going to show her right now so you can get this raw reaction <laughs> <laughs> on the freaking. Um, yeah. You're crazy. <laughs> Either way, that's that's really, that's that's an interesting point. That wasn't where I was going with that point, but that's interesting because that applies. Um, I was thinking more in terms of the infamous, like, you knew what it was kind of situation. So, yeah. Like, I've been in so many of those I've recently one of those. that I'm just like, I did know what it was. Mm-hmm. Why am I like this? <laughs> did you find her? No. <laughs> are, you, are you are you just on Instagram watching no, stories? No, I just scrolled. I was trying to <laughs> um, but I, I've been involved in a couple of those over the last couple of years where it was like, yeah, like, Hey, I'm not ready was, for a relationship. To... Yeah. And then I just be like, uh, you know what? That's okay. That's fine. I'm just here for the vibes. And then a couple months later, I'm like, I'm not here for the vibes. I'm here for all the things. Please give me all the things. And they're like, well, you knew what it was. And then I'm like, ouch, that hurt me so much. But it's like. At some point, but you it's kind be of like a defense mechanism, right? Like, oh yeah, I'm just here for the vibes. Like, you're not here for the vibes. No, you're here for to see. If and this for is some be reason, real. each time I would think that I could convince myself to only stay there for the vibes, but that's not Mm-mm. a thing that can happen apparently. Because no. I've done that on many occasions where I'm like, all right, well then I just won't take you seriously. Whatever, let's right. just go hang out. And then I just be like, no, I want more. And they're like, well, I don't. I still don't. I hung out with you. You straight. Still don't want more. So they weren't moved. They weren't moved <laughs> enough. <laughs> but I was watching, again, I mentioned a metaphor on the last freaking podcast. But um, he, he has a lot of hidden gems. You know what, Ace Metaphor, side note, was has been in the game for a very long time as well. Is this the guy with the cards? Yeah. Okay. He's been in the game for a very long time, and he finally is getting recognition that he deserves. So, I didn't know she was parking lot pimping. I love uh, her. Okay. Is that what it's called? Did you make that up? No. Is that why? She do be parking lot pimping. I don't know what... Oh, she gonna keep it black, but she gonna keep it brief. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I like her. I be reposting all her stuff. I'm pretty sure it's called parking lot pimping, but don't quote me on that. Well, we will. I think I think that's not accurate, but we'll. It is. Wow, I've never oh, noticed that. You. She's not even in the parking. Or <clears throat> is she on a, she's, she's in like the parking garage. garage. Yeah, she's not even visibly in the parking garage. The background is blurred. She's at the top floor. Looks like she's sitting on a balcony. You're off topic. Anyway, 
<laughs> Ace Metaphor. I'm going to plug him because he's been working at it for a very long time. And he was consistent for years and years and years and years. And he's finally blown up. I never up. heard of him until recently. Well, I had heard of him several years ago. And he was doing this. And he was getting, mm-hmm. like, no play. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's just still not our time. <laughs> he probably brought, bought ads. Probably. Maybe we need to buy ads. We need to get our face out in the place so that people can join these conversations with us and we don't put all this effort in for three people. Um. (laughs) It's three people, but we have live events. And, um... (laughs) Don't get all this episode ever. <laughs> we had one of these before, didn't we? We did have a like, ghetto oh episode. My God, it was so bad. Yeah, I'm sorry the computer just like went to sleep, but it was still recording, so here we are. I was gonna say, um, you know my password <clears throat> to get in there, but I do. Of course, it's so dumb. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um anyway. I don't even know what Ace I was saying. Metaphor. You know oh, I was saying we have we cater to like a few people, but we do have other things, other avenues where we reach people. Our live, we reach like 90 people. <laughs> we average about like 80, 90 people per live. And then our sometimes our real sometimes like live events, when we have them at a place where people actually come, we have like 40. We're up to like 45, 50 people. Yeah, it was probably about close to 50, if not 50. Um, Yeah, because in that last photo that we took, which wasn't even everybody, mm-hmm. it was like, it's a lot. It's a handsome chunk. So that'll be coming soon also. Yes. Um, side note, I went back to Milk Money last night and I was like, I just love this venue. Anyway. Oh no. I just we'll talk about that off air. Okay. Um anyways, Ace Metaphor was like in one of his very early podcasts, he was saying like they have to lose you first to mm-hmm. see your worth. Mm-hmm. And if they have to do that, then you need to go immediately. But, but yeah, I don't understand why that has to be a thing. Like, why do they feel like they have to, like, they we have to go away and then they just be like... I just think, like with anything, you know, you don't really value something until you realize what it's like when it's missing. Like, think about people that suddenly lose their vision or, mm-hmm. you know, like, you don't really understand, like... Like, suddenly I can't walk. Yeah. It's like, I broke I my pinky toe. I didn't know how much I needed that pinky toe to walk normally. I think about that when I have to pee really, really bad. And I'm like, all those times when I don't have to pee and I just be chilling. It's never a thought in my mind. But now I have to pee so bad. That's I'm not the explode. same thing, It's not. <laughs> that is not. I think it's comparable. No? Okay. Well, just regard. Cut that out. Just, no. <laughs> just. Thinking about things that you don't, like, you take things for granted. Yeah. That you, that come so effortless, effortlessly. Breathing. (laughs) I mean, like, anything. Yeah. So, I think that's just how it is with people. Like, even sometimes with people that you've lost that you may not have had the best relationship with, you still can see, like, little pieces of, like, wow, I maybe didn't hone in on... The positives on yeah. this person or you know like you just notice things that or you date somebody new and you're like dang my last that's guy was me not... <laughs> uh, he was not this horrible <laughs> I mean, all the time like I don't know every time I feel like I've upgraded I'm like comparing them to the next person mm-hmm. I'm like god I gotta stop doing that because mm-hmm. 
Like, uh-uh, because, see, so-and-so right. had more money. We could have went to them tacos, and it wouldn't have been a big deal. Right. Or, like... <laughs> we could have got tacos. We could have got them tacos, or whatever. Or he had his own place. We didn't have to go get tacos. We could have made tacos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could see that. I mean, I see that with people that you're dating, just, like, with anything. Yeah, I, um... Ultimately, I think that single people don't get the recognition that they deserve for creating boundaries and sticking to their boundaries. Mm -hmm. Because there are some people that probably are just like extremely picky and that is why they're having trouble finding, you know, like being like overtly picky, like Mm -hmm. ridiculously picky. Um, Not like going beyond what we would call standard. Um, but then I also, cause single people get clowned so much. It's like, Oh, she's the only one that's not married. <laughs> Don't you want that? Ha ha ha. And it's like, not really actually, first of all, but second of all, why is that not celebrated for me not putting up with crap? Because people assume people that make those jokes and stuff assume that you have no opportunity to be with anybody. And they also think that marriage is the end goal. It's like, all you want in your life is marriage. It's like, mm-hmm. no, the F it ain't. No, it ain't. I ain't gonna lie. It used to be. I mean, not all I want in my life, but yeah. just like, it was like very high up. Yeah. It's like, once I get married, then like, then. Life begins. Life begins. <laughs> but now it's like, do I want that? I'm literally looking around me and I'm like, mm I mean, you don't want what they have, but you want. I don't want what they have and I don't want what anybody has and nothing, nothing looks appealing. It's to the point where it's like, now I don't even know if it's attractive to be married. It's like, let me get my own money. Like we're going to be common law married. (laughs) I don't, but like the relationship, not even the marriage, the relationship is the issue. Mm. (laughs) So I don't know. I go back and forth with it. Just like kids and stuff. It's like, Suddenly, it's not all that attractive if I look at it. It's not attractive if you're going to bring me stress to my life, if that's all you're bringing. Well, that's the thing, because I can't find people who haven't gone through the tragedy, which is stressful. And I don't want to go through that. It is stressful, but hopefully they've healed from that and they work, they're working on themselves so that they know how to be a partner to another person. One could hope. Because One that's essentially pray. what it is. You need to know how to coincide with another person to eventually maybe if you live together like you need to know that you can be a good partner yeah yeah that's true not be the person not be the same as the person that you're with but be a good partner know how to compromise know how to communicate know how to you know listen understand I don't know Sounds easy, but it sounds easy. It sounds real easy. (laughs) I'd be Um, struggling with that too. Yeah, like yeah, it's it's. I'll have to figure that part of it out because I at the moment like I go through waves where I'm like, gosh, I could use a companion. I lost my job, no one to call. I mean, someone to call, call (laughs) Nay, call mom, call you know. But times like that, I could use like the. The comfort for even even knowing like my quote unquote exes and stuff, how involved they were with like my personal life and stuff. Mm-hmm. 
knowing that I couldn't share that with anybody, really, because it wasn't, I, I don't want them to ever feel like they're the first person I think of. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I lost my job. And it's like, we ain't even cool like that. But all right, you know, like, let, let's talk <laughs> through it. Like, know. yeah, it's like. But see, that that annoys me that you think that you have no one to talk to just because it's not a male. No, I don't. Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't think that. I can call you. I can call mom. I can call, you know, Tori and mm-hmm. Lois. Like, I got, I got people to call, but I want the male energy. I want the companion mm-hmm. energy to be able to, like, work through that with as well. You know what I yeah. mean? I guess like, I've there's never nothing really that had can that, replace so it doesn't that. really. Uh, I don't well, talk to people. Anyway. I'm very. Talk to no one. Yeah. So. <laughs> I have a very tumultuous relationship with my career. So, like, yeah. whoever I'm involved with at that time is who I go to with that type of information. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, if we're close enough, which the last several people I've been close enough with to, like, listen to their advice or, mm-hmm. like, you know, just unload. And then, you know, they kind of distract me or whatever the case is. Give me resources, whatever. Yeah. Um, but there's nothing. I mean, I have friendships I have you know but there's nothing that replaces the companionship aspect of mm-hmm. of life so it's not to crap on you at all no I don't mean to crap <laughs> on me I mean like for your own she's like mental, no offense taken for your own mental health like yeah no. like just for you to be like like I you know I have nobody to talk to because it's not a male like no of course I have people to talk to that that's who I do talk to otherwise I'd be I'd implode it's not necessarily saying that you have to call me every time. I'm just saying, like, for you to have yeah. other outlets, not thinking that it's the worst thing because you don't have a male. No, I 100%. I just want that. Especially mm-hmm. because, for the most part, I'm kind of used to having it. See, I think I don't crave that because I have it with a friend. So I don't, I don't have, have it. Like that, I yeah. don't have it with a companion, like somebody that I'm dating, but I have it with a friend. Who probably listens have, to me like, more than friends. any of the <laughs> like men that. that I dated. So, for 110%. <sighs> but, yeah. can men and women be friends? We don't know. Yes, they can. He's very extra attentive. And I'm But I feel sure. like I give him the same attention. Uh, yeah, but you're a woman. <laughs> women give attention because women, that's their nurturing nature. <laughs> Anyway, that's not what we're here to talk another about. Another conversation for another time, <laughs> yet again. But either way, I don't. I don't even have that. You know what I mean? Like you can call him. He'll I listen. can call him. I he did call. Him. <laughs> you did. You sure did. And he listened to you. He sure did. He's great. But that's not what I'm talking about. And that was borrowed. Um, I need mine. So we'll find you a friend. I don't I don't know if I want male friends. I just don't trust it. But that's if you if you're a true something social OG, you know why. <laughs> Anyways, we've just rambled and we have. wasted we a lot of their time topic. with this back and forth, back and forth, trying to get this thing to work all day. Let's give them the tip. Let's find out what the tip is. I actually have a good tip just because I was, this was pertaining to my job, but it applies to this situation as well. (laughs) Yeah, everything. Um, But she dropped me a little gem that I was like, you know what? I need to write it down. Because I didn't, it's just something that I just never even think of. But 
I can set the tone and I shall set the tone <laughs> for everything that I'm doing in life, not just careers, mm-hmm. but also relationships. Yeah. So set the tone for how you feel it's okay to be treated because some people, they're like toddlers. They will push and push and push your buttons until you get to the point where it's like, and they, they do it kind of like almost testing you subconsciously. And it's yeah. like, why are you doing it? Trying to see what they can get away with. Trying to see what they can get away yeah. with because that sets the tone And they get for the away with whatever you let them, yeah. Because then well, they're like, Well, a lot like, of people well, say, you know, the woman controls the relationship. You control how they treat you. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it's only a matter of what you put up with. Right. You're going to put up with this. I'm going to keep treating you this way. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. this is how I treat people. I'm a jerk. One of our previous episodes was saying that women set the tone and men set the pace. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, which is gym dropping. Yeah. So you set the tone. I mean, that tone. makes sense. What is acceptable? What is not acceptable? Straight off the bat. Right. And they will not be dragging you through the mud because you'll be gone. And you have to kind of be in a place of... Um, like not being desperate for the love or the attention or whatever, because you will allow them to do whatever yeah. that tone will be destroyed in the first mess up. Yeah. So you have to be in a place where you can be like, this is not what I want. Mm-hmm. This is not the tone that I set. Right. And I'm out. Yeah. Yep. Or we need to have a conversation about yeah. this. This is unacceptable. Let's figure out how to yeah. not have this happen or I have to go. Cause I'm not, I this I'm not accepting this. Yeah. So we basically have to learn that, or unlearn, that unconditional love equates to unconditional tolerance because it doesn't. Right. People, people are like, oh yeah, I love unconditionally. No. It's like, yeah, but I'm gonna love you from over here for now. From yeah. Now I well, no, my love got conditions. Me. I'm cutting it off. At, I'm, I'm gonna attempt to cut it off. If you do some foul, disrespectful type stuff, yep, goes right I'm not gonna to just respect. sit there and deal with that. Like. And a lot of that, we had to like go through the mud in our younger years to know what we won't accept. And a lot of these people right. went through that stuff and stayed with the person. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the difference. We just ended up not staying with those people. Yeah. Um, because the vast majority of them were young when all of this stuff went down. So, and, oh, no. We were young. I was going to say uh, we were young, like I was, but like, I just had stuff happen Labor Day. So I'm, <laughs> I'm Labor still. Mine wasn't that long ago either. We Definitely still were into my thirties, but. Yeah, for sure. They were young. Thirties so. was a wild <laughs> ride and I'm only he was five years young. in. So I'm not even five years in yet. I'm about to leave my thirties. So I'm hoping forties is where it's at. That's what I heard actually. Forties is like the new thirties. We're going to say that every decade. Yep. <laughs> and 30s, and by the time I hit 40, 50 is going to be the new 40s. 40s, the new 30. Yeah, because 30 is a new 20. So it's like 30s is like redoing your 20s with money and a clue. It's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I've been having a lot of fun in my 30s, but I've also been in some very not good relationships or situationships or whatever you want to call them. But, yeah, but you didn't set the tone for those. So, moving forward, set the tone and and the pace. You yes. can set the pace too. And be like, what are we doing? 
what we doing or yeah what we doing because yeah. it don't take you five years to figure out if you like me or not i'm sorry hmm. it don't think about think back to i'm gonna leave y'all with this think <laughs> back to a time if you can hopefully you can when you met somebody that was like immediately like yes Maybe not immediately, but April. just like, okay. So it don't take five years for you to figure out if you like me or not. Right. It doesn't. It doesn't. But that was the only time. Everybody else is like, well, my my foreign guy was pretty quick. He was like, yeah, I like I like what's happening here. Yeah. And he stuck beside it until yeah. he couldn't stick anymore. <laughs> until he got unstuck. Because people know. They know. You know what you're doing. You know if you're here to play or if you're here to, like, be for real. Like, yeah, everybody else is just like, oh. I don't like, go oh, through all of that. I don't need the tragedy. Well, what are we doing? What are we putting titles on anything? When I was talking to Colombian Bay, I was like, what is this? Are we together? He's like, um, I think so, actually, yeah. Somebody asked me like, oh, that, and okay. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I was like, Nobody's oh. ever asked me that. <laughs> I've always been the, like, what are we doing? <laughs> Typically, it's me. But that's hilarious. <laughs> it's not funny. Here you go. Say no, 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 no. <laughs> it's like, wait, I ain't ready for that. I'm not ready for this. Oh, God. <laughs> DTP. Stay tuned for Listen, DTP. We got to go. <laughs> we got to go, but stay tuned because we come and we, we knocking these babies out at, at the park. Okay. Yeah, we'll be back. We'll see y'all in two weeks. We're going to try to be consistent for a couple of months. We'll catch y'all next time. <laughs> at least at least until the season is over. <laughs> Ain't no seasons. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Remember, feel free to slide in our DMs with topics or questions you'd like to chat about. It goes down in a DM. Hey. It goes down in hey. a DM. Hey. It goes go down. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Your support really means a lot to us. <laughs> Next time. Bye, y'all.